Hello, friends. Uh, episode 40. Uh, I, know. I know. It feels like we've been doing this for a year now. Almost, but yeah. <laughs> uh, it's a little disappointing tonight. Uh, originally, we were going to try to get 40s of, uh, of Michigan beer to drink on the show. And we couldn't track anything down. We were trying to track down some 40s of Schlitz or something. Couldn't make it happen, so uh, you're going to be subjected to us drinking, you know, homebrew as 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 per usual. But darn, I can't have, I can't even do that unless I crack into your shit. Though. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, it's only appropriate because uh, tonight we're having uh, Club, <clears throat> which is right. the, uh, the Kalamazoo Libation of Brewers, uh, Kalamazoo's oldest homebrew club. Um, they are. I think most of us got our start in club. Uh, some did. of us are still in club. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, we'll have Drew, Jeff, and, and potentially Brian on. I think Brian's been working on some uh, audio uh, issues, but we'll see how it goes in a sec here. But uh, I don't know. You guys want to bring them on? Yeah, let's get them. Uh, so we got uh, Jeff Groff, uh, who is the treasurer, and Drew Hutchinson, who is the secretary of club. And then we're going to add Brian to stream. We just watch him fix his uh, technical <laughs> issues. That's Brian's ceiling. Oh, and there's Brian. There he is. <laughs> yeah, I'll have to get. Uh, I'll, I'll I'll be changing my shit as we as we go because it's just a <laughs> fucking mess here. No worries. <laughs> yeah, we can hear you now. Yeah, there so. there we, there yeah. Yeah. You do whatever you have to, man. Just uh, work it out. So what do you what are you guys drinking? Who's who's drinking what tonight? Brian, that does look like homebrew. No, this is uh, actually. I don't want to drink that one first. I want to drink this one. Uh, I, I I went to Holmes like a week or so ago, oh, and I, I nice. swung in there, grabbed a bunch of cans, and and got a. We were on a mission, so. Um, I, man, I love Holmes beer. It's always good. <laughs> uh, I, I believe the sentiment around is is it's probably one of the best breweries in Michigan. So yeah. Everybody. That's what David Jones will tell you. Yeah, David Jones. <laughs> he loves that. Place. Almost every time he goes to Holmes, he posts that. It's the best goddamn brewery in Michigan. Prove me wrong. Uh, how about you, Drew? What are you drinking? Uh, currently, I'm drinking a Jalapa from One Well. Um, I I mean, oh, so good. Can you do better? I've tried, and um, it just it mm, it you can't. I can't. I like. I made a jalapeno beer last summer, and it was. Okay. But man, it like when you have really great jalapeno beers to like just rely on all the time, it becomes like, why do I try doing this thing? I should just try and do something else, you know? Um I would be drinking homebrew except for my burner is burnt. So uh I'm in the process of upgrading and I don't know if you guys noticed, but you can't get homebrew equipment right now. Like no. you can, no, I... but you can't like like I tried to upgrade my system, like do a complete upgrade, and it's like there's like a three to four week back order on some things. And I was like, oh, great. This would be fun. So I, yeah. Uh, thank you. I probably will because big brew day is coming up and yeah. What's a guy going to do? You know, um, have you, I'm assuming you've tried adventures at home brewing. Uh, they do. If I, if I want to go trekking out there, I could probably yeah. pick one up. Yeah. 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 I got yeah. mine there. It, it works pretty well. What about you, Jeff? I'm drinking an Imperial Porter uh, made by Schmaltz. I've had a, I actually have, have a case. I had 
uh, sitting around for a while, so I decided to start drinking it up. Nice. Wish uh, homebrewers striking out on homebrew. All right. Yeah. Sorry, Jeff, go for it. No, I think that this thing, thing think think they have multiple locations, but I think this is in, in New York. Okay. I remember. I was gonna say, yeah. I don't know. I always feel like the the time when I should be brewing the most is sometime between like January and now. And it's always the time when I don't, and I always have no beer at this point in time, like on a seasonal <laughs> cycle. Yeah. Yeah. And then May comes around and I've got more beer than I know what to do with because I just start brewing like a, a mad person until about November, December, and then I don't know, life gets in the way. <laughs> are you are you like an outside brewer too for the most part? Yeah. 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 So, so that's that's my life too. I get your time yeah. schedule for sure. Mm-hmm. And I have no problems brewing in the cold. I just like, I don't know, I work at a college and like life picks up again in January and it's just it's downhill from yeah. there. You know? Yeah. Plus it's it's hard to brew outside when it's in the negatives. I mean, just adventure, man. That's the <laughs> whole idea. <laughs> hey, as long as it's twenty degrees outside, I can hold my mask. Yeah, when it's twenty below, your chill happens quickly too. I know that. <laughs> yep. What are you guys talking about? I brew in my kitchen, man. I'm telling you, you guys are missing out. <laughs> Look at us all fancy. We have a kitchen. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> you don't have a kitchen. <laughs> we got a ramen pot in a. That's it. Are you ramen? Nope. <laughs> like, I have uh, I've, I've always brewed in my kitchen. I don't I don't do this outdoor shit. I don't know what you guys are talking about. That's crazy talk there in the winter. Have you had a, a five gallon batch boil over in your kitchen though? Oh yeah, yeah. You okay. know it's uh, but I bought my stove specifically for brewing. Oh, I really did. Oh. Uh, it is my kitchen. And my wife will agree to that. Uh, That's so awesome. And uh, and uh, I've actually have had a carboy break. Uh, in my kitchen, flood my kitchen. First words out of my wife's mouth were grab a camera. So she's <laughs> a good woman. That's love and support right there. Yeah. There it is. There it is. <laughs> what about you, Jordan? You haven't been on the show in like eight months, it feels like. What the fuck? You've been sick and life and now you're muted. muted. <laughs> he had no, a really good report, but it was missed uh, by technical, oh, yeah. technical faux pas. Can't yeah. hear you, Jordan. At all. Oh, oh, there we are. There we are. How about that? Uh, too many, too many mute buttons going on here. I got too much. I haven't used my equipment in so long as you, as you were saying. Uh, no, I've got uh, not homebrew. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna continue the strikeout. I, I tried some of the uh, Kirkland Session IPA, Citra Hop stuff, and that's what I have. How is it? It's not bad. I enjoy it. That's, I mean, for what twenty bucks for a twenty-four pack, like. Not bad. That's Kirk, it's pretty subtle. Kirkland, like Costco. Mm-hmm. They have their own beer brand now. Yep. That's fucking the can. Awesome. The can's kind of kind of oh, weird wow. too. Can I can yeah. I propose episode forty one? You guys go out and just get every Costco beer you can find. <laughs> uh, Costco and Aldi, I think. Oh shit! Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. You guys should do that. Aldi. Can I come? This sounds Are like Aldi has some pretty oh, legit absolutely. beers. I'll just yeah, invite yeah. myself over. It'll be fine. <laughs> I didn't. I did not know about this. I, I knew. I mean, of course, I knew about Aldi's wine because can't beat it. But all right. the beer. I know uh, Trader Joe's has beer too. At, at that yep. point, mm-hmm. no, but still, still, still out. But you get that Walmart uh, Rockdale Light that was came out like some years ago. I don't know if it's still a thing. The Walmart oh. brand. <laughs> 
This is turning into an episode. I mean, it doesn't, I guess, have to be. <laughs> <laughs> hey, here's Fucking a bunch of homeboys. Let's talk about store brand beer. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> Cheap stuff, too. It's a wasn't, uh, wasn't Trader Joe's, like, big thing? Weren't they doing, like, Belgian beers for a while? Or, like, yeah, there was, I, like, some, some Belgian brewers doing their That beer. would make sense. Man. I think I bought a pale ale from them at one point. It was okay. I wasn't, like, super pumped about it. So I used it for cooking. <laughs> like I was like, all right, this is fine. But it did like for a pale ale, it had a lot of like Belgian flavors and huh. like notes. If that makes sense. So hmm. there were there were some similarities, which would make so as you say that I'm like, yeah, that sounds right. That sounds accurate. <laughs> My taste buds are remembering that as you say those things out loud. I think I had a large format sour from Trader Joe's. Any good? I, I haven't drank it yet. It's probably been sitting in my in my cellar for like two years. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's been aged. Is that what you're telling us? Yeah, yeah, I have. I have. It's. I do have copious amounts of beer around me, and I'm still drinking shit out of cans right now. All right. Don't you have like 600 bottles of wine in the basement too? Hmm? Yeah, yeah, I do. But I've got a whole stack of <laughs> like in here behind me. I think I, I'm like on, I'm doing I'm redoing my basement right now, so I got some sour over there oh with some big funk growing wow. on top of it. I've got probably half a dozen carboys of stuff, uh, but lately I've just been redoing my basement. It's been a huge project, and I'm on the last. I'm on the home stretch. I've got my floor all stripped down. All I got to do is level it. I gotta paint that door that's back behind me because it's still that baby shit brown. It's one of the last things <laughs> in this room that's that ugly <laughs> ass color. <laughs> um, it looks good. And though. and then it'll be done. Then I'll then I'll be able to start laying some furniture out here. Uh, get teaser back up and running. I've right now I've only got six beers on tap rather than everything that I usually have. But uh, <laughs> that's impressive still. <laughs> yeah, I was just complaining. I have no beers on tap. Brian's like, I got six. It's, it's slow. Like, <laughs> well, that it. I, I just end up with like a right now. I've got, I've got a cider, uh, a stack of sours, and a uh, barley wine. So it's really, really not really a, a, a broad selection of stuff. I, I really need to get a. Get a nice crispy blonde or a golden ale on tap, and and it's been a while since I brewed an IPA because we just haven't had had the opportunity to have folks over. And it when I have IPA, I like to be able to smash it while it's delicious and fresh. Yeah. You know, I really yeah, don't. Yeah. I, I I don't want to be drinking out of a keg of IPA for the next six months. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I totally get it. I uh, I uh, have five on tap right now that I struggled the last couple of months to get them on tap just so I could have beer in my, my keyser and, and get it flowing again and start in anticipation of having people over. And then I, I blew my CO2 this weekend. Oh, Put a new keg man. on and I think it's got, I got a leak in my pin lock or something and I dump my CO2 and I'm all out of it's gas and I feeling. can't pour beer. Okay, so oh. we're all there. And, wow. and I'm so sorry. So, so hams it is, god damn it. <laughs> you do, you do you, boo. It's fine. <laughs> what are you drinking, Brian? Other I'm Brian? drinking homebrew. 
Uh, hey, only one. one. Yeah, I was gonna say Give one out of six. Look bad, why don't you? Not bad. Go and get yourself a, a store-bought <laughs> brand beer. Go to Aldi I, that, right now and get one of them. That's the rest of what I have in my bag. I promise I'll drink store-bought the rest of the night. It's uh, it's this year's NHC gold medal winning uh, double IPA to be, right? Because you got to have uh, got to have a little confidence in yourself. So, uh, double yeah, snakes and foxes. It is <clears throat> double, double nice. snakes and foxes. So. I had a glass of that the other night. It was delicious. <laughs> I like how your camera automatically blurted out and they were like, this is a logo. No, 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 yeah. no, no, no. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, well, no, no, uh, no, yep. uh, no, 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 this um, is kind of like a regular club meeting. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> not, not too far off point. I was going to say, we've, we've made it 13 minutes in and haven't touched the topic yet. So that's good. That's <laughs> just like a regular club meeting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So is Brian going to be our uh, source of information tonight with uh, with history a little bit? Or, or who knows Jeff a little probably, bit about like... Jeff might know... Jeff's probably been in the club the he's definitely been in the club the longest of any of us no so well, i mean alex 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 has been in lo or longer i don't know how, how much longer but i know he's been there before well alex ain't here you know you know I yeah get, he's on vacation i mean i think i joined club in like the later part of 2008 and oh, wow. uh, i think we only at the time, maybe had 20, 25, 30 people, maybe. I don't know exactly. And um, at the time, we were meeting at uh, one of the members had a pole barn in the back that he had made up for it be like his buddy's uh, poker and cigar area. Um, and so we'd meet there and just drink and chat and, and do our presentations and whatnot. And then, uh, uh, fortunately, he passed away, like I think uh, – about two years later, and his his uh, spouse decided that she didn't want us around, and so we end up over at um, Old Dog uh, before it was Old Dog, um, where Sean Sean owned the building, and he allowed us to come in and use the space to meet. Uh, it was not a business at the moment; it was just a, a basically a vacant building. Um, but he was kind enough to allow us in there, and. Uh, meet while he is was in the process of getting it up and going, and even after he had it up and going, we were continuing to meet there for uh, some time. And then uh, during that phase, we grew quite a bit. We went from like the twenty or thirty, like I said, up to well over a hundred, and wow. maybe like uh, uh, like just a few years or five years, maybe or so. And it got to the point where um, you just couldn't distinguish who was a patron, who was wow. a, a member. And so uh, at some point we decided to move over to Boatyard where we were up, up until when they uh, decided to close. So we, um, the club started in, uh, I think in 1993. So it's been around uh, for some time, for quite a, quite a few years. And we, I think we still have some members who were uh, among the originals from that time frame. I think, I think Andy Grindle is one of our um, most senior, both, but maybe an age and also membership wise. Uh, and then uh, I know that Hillary um, Stearns uh, has been around quite a while too. Uh, Dave, uh, I can't remember Dave's last name. 
um, starts with the V. But he, there's there's a few members who have been there probably f from those very early years. I don't know exactly when they started, but they've been around almost that entire time frame. Uh, Andy has been around almost every meeting or whenever you can when he wasn't working uh, second third shift type schedules. So he's he's a uh, he's been there for quite some time. Right on. Yeah, I think I started going in club when you guys were in Boatyard. I can't remember. Yeah. Was, so probably in 2015 or, or something like that. Yep. <clears throat> and there were there were there was a, a pretty decent turnout back then. 25, 30 people. I think. Yeah. Um, yep. How have you guys been been doing through COVID? Like, have, have you been mostly virtual or? COVID has uh, sucked. Yeah. For, for I think for all the homebrew clubs, we've done uh, we were doing primarily virtual meetings, we, and we've done a couple of things where we folks could get together. Um, when uh, Hoosteads, we always we always do cider out at Hoosteads, and uh, they opened up an area where we could go and hang out outside and have a bonfire or such. This year it was a was a good time to get uh, folks out and about uh, and see some people face to face and be able to share a little bit of beer uh, and we did that all outside spread out and and there was a pretty good turnout for that um throughout yeah. the throughout the afternoon it was it was good to see people uh we did uh we did a get together at, right at the end of february out uh, outdoors at uh presidential uh, i love those folks over at presidential they always uh, do what they can take care of us we had uh, beautiful weather for the day uh, we only had probably 16, maybe somewhere between 15 and 20 yeah. um, people show up, um, come and hang out outside. It was, uh, or it was kind of the the usual suspects with a with a lot of that. Uh, and then we did a we did a get together kind of slash meeting over at uh, Bahala. Mm -hmm. Bahalia. Uh -huh. I, I don't know how to. I, I need to ask Tom how the heck to properly say it. I mean, <laughs> it's I, I'm sure I slaughter it every single ass. time it comes yes. out of my mouth. But uh, and we had a really small turnout for that. There were there weren't a whole lot of people that showed up. Um, and I think uh, we were looking at having a meeting next week, but I think we're not. I think we're not going to do a in person meeting next week um due to the numbers here in michigan are just ramping up and it seems like since we had minimal turnout at the last two events especially the indoor event i think with uh covid numbers how they are around here that uh people would i i don't think it would be uh profitable for the place that we're looking at having it to uh even open the doors for us during the time if you're only going to have eight people show up and drink beer for two hours. Uh, yeah. So, uh, you know, we'll, hopefully in May, everything's uh, going on a lot better. I mean, I still go into work in the, in the office right now and, and in different departments, actually my department uh, last week, there's a small COVID outbreak. I mean, we got like four people out right now in my department out of like, out of eight of us, four of us, Four of them are home. One from contact, and the other three with COVID. So, I mean, it's it's raising its ugly head, and hopefully, we can get through the hump and and get back to some normality and get out and drink some beers with people. Um, I I want to tack on to some of that too. We've also done a fair amount of 
like I'm sure keepers has uh, zoom kind of yep. calls or zoom zoom graphs. And we've done a couple of like uh, zoom happy hours. We had a couple of present uh, presenters who have come in and talked about like who, who came and did that really cool presentation on the, like the history of beer in Kalamazoo specifically. Who was that? It was Kevin, wasn't Keith, it? Cameron? Keith or Kevin? Yes. Keith or Kevin? Kevin, Kevin or Keith? <laughs> I thought it was Keith. We're changing each other's funny. opinion at this time. <laughs> it's all of the, it, some guy, his name starts with a K. He came in and did this yeah. excellent presentation. It was a two-parter and like just talked about like beer in Kalamazoo specifically. And yeah. um, like had a really excellent PowerPoint presentation. It was one of those things where like I was actually, usually when I, I work from home half the time anyways. So like usually I'm zoomed out and I don't want to like do any more meetings online. I don't want to do any of that stuff. But this stuff was like genuinely like interesting. And it may have been because I had a beer in my hand and I got to be like, social with my buddies afterwards. Um, but, and, but it was, it was very well done. You know, we had a couple of sessions like that. Um, at the risk of touting my own horn, I, I put on, you know, uh, we did, or we organized kind of a holiday, like brew club brew thing. Um, yeah. I, yeah, I put together a whole presentation on what a traditional Norwegian Yule is. And like, I ended up in my own backyard brewing enough to like, drop off at uh, Alex's store and like people go and pick up a bottle and like a little three pack and like yeah. while they watch the presentation, they could sample and taste and do all kinds of stuff. So like we've done some like stay at home kinds of stuff too. We've just been kind of doing what we can to survive essentially. So. Yeah, I really think that's the way it's been for a lot of homebrew clubs. We've talked to a few during COVID and I think, you know, zoom has been mostly to go to and turnout's been lower. Um, I don't know how many. Did, how many do you guys usually get on your Zoom calls? We've had quite a few sometimes, but typically it's maybe ten, a dozen maybe. But we've we've had a uh, think for the holiday one. We had probably twenty five or something. Oh, I think wow. was yeah. uh, a count. I'm sure the free beer had nothing to do with it. But yeah, yeah, <laughs> sure. Um, sure, it wasn't because they had was really dope presenter presenter or anything like that. Like no, yeah. <laughs> no. <they didn't. laughs> no. Just, just to jump back to um, um, the presentation that Drew has mentioned, I, I did a I did quick look. It's Keith Howard. Um, he actually is at the Kalamazoo Public Library, and uh, yeah. over the years, he's been putting together um, some research on basically the history of brewing in Kalamazoo. So um, it was, I, I thought it was great because he actually showed maps uh, overlaid with uh, current streets, so you could actually see like where some of these locations were back in the you know 1890s and whatever and so it's really That's like oh cool. i know i know where that's at doesn't look anything like that now but i know where that is at <laughs> <laughs> so i would recommend if you, if you ever want him to come in person or something he he's uh um he's pretty pretty enthusiastic about it yeah, yeah I just, no, that's... I just pulled him up on facebook or not on facebook on on, on the google we'll have to reach out to him <laughs> or something I'm sure he oh, would yeah. love to like be able to come in person too, where then he could be then rewarded with all the delicious <laughs> samples of homebrew that people could offer him. Be like, that was fantastic. Tell me more, you know, um, because that's that's half the fun of going to to a you know homebrew club is that you get to taste everybody else's stuff. You know, it really is. Yeah, yeah. it is. I mean, it's it's ultimately I think you know why I got into it. You know, is to get get somebody to, to taste my shit right and give sure. me feedback and, and and try other people's stuff too but mostly to taste my shit yeah <laughs> well it's the like, only way you can get feedback other than competition you know and yep. that's the one thing yep. right now is 
competitions are are really limited. Yeah. I mean, there's typically in the like this time of year would be the time of year that you're kicking out. You know, you're sending all kinds of beers out for different for different competitions, but there's very few right now. What do we got? We got well NHC. We've got the state fair. Um, I think I've seen like one or two other little ones pop up, and that's about it. Mm-hmm. So I, I am working with the Michigan Beer Cup people, and we have had a couple of meetings. Or I guess I am part of the Michigan Beer Cup people. Oh, go on. Um, <laughs> and we are. We had a meeting, and, and we were at the time very, very focused on getting a comp out this year, getting making Michigan Beer Cup happen, but I haven't heard anything in the last couple of weeks. So hopefully that'll be up soon uh, and, and get through. But yeah, man, um, Michigan State Fair registration is open right now. So if you're a home brewer and you're listening and you, and you want to get to a competition, that one's a cheap one. Um, and, get uh, on that. I mean, yeah. a Whitbeer took best of show, you know, in 2019. So what, I mean, yeah. what's your... <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> okay. Props to Adam Cagle. Adam Cagle, yeah. Um, you won a bunch of medals in that, didn't you, Jason? You won like four ribbons or something. I did. I, that was the 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 competition that I won the most awards at in the single competition was Michigan State Fair, uh, 2019. And then my buddy Adam Cagle took best in show and promptly shit on my four banger, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, big giant trophy. So. Uh, I still say fuck you, Adam, but <laughs> uh, yeah, we got to walk around the the fairgrounds afterwards, though, carrying his big giant obnoxious trophy. And oh, it's giant! Everybody, I've seen that. Oh, it's it's massive. It really was uh, huge. I'm sure it's designed so that people say, "Oh, what'd you get that one for?" Uh-huh. Everybody, everybody walked up, and and then they were really pumped when they found out it wasn't for you know a chicken or a. <laughs> I have the greatest cool. look. You're like, you know, yeah. like, no, I had the yeah. best brew, bro. It like, was in the beer tent, too, mostly. That, you know, beer. Yeah. Around, so, yeah. <laughs> and then people in the beer tent, because they, they were selling beer with, with tickets, right? And people kept throwing tickets in the cup. Oh, floor. Like, yeah. We had so much beer. Like, and we had That's to drive awesome. two and a half hours back, the three of us carpool together. And, uh, yeah, so there was no way. It was really cool though. But Michigan State Fair is registration is open. Entries are five bucks a piece. They're capping the competition out at three hundred. Um, so if you if you have a beer you want to sign up, you gotta sign up fast. That one's gonna sell out. And then uh, yeah, keep your eye out for Michigan Beer Cup. Hopefully that one will be soon. Um, but you're right. Competitions feedback. I, I still think that's the. Uh, the best way to get feedback that's in fact, next week, we, Brian and I were supposed to come and do a presentation for you guys on bring beer for competition. And, and I guess we're not feedback is key. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that, Don't get us wrong. We'd love to have you still because I want to hear yeah. this question. So like, you if know. you guys end up doing like a virtual uh, meeting or something, maybe we can still do that. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah Abby. So we won't talk details here on the pod, but uh, yeah, we'll talk after. <laughs> sounds dope AF, man. We're, we're happy to come and, yeah. and, and talk and do it. We were looking forward to getting out and, and doing it, but I get it. And I think it's the right call to uh, Brian to, you know, it's spiking right now and we got to do what's right by final gravity in the club. And, Absolutely. So, 
The last thing we want to do is like create an outbreak for one of our favorite breweries, you know? Yeah. We get our own super spreader event. Club or something. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we get our own variants. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> it like becomes like alcohol tolerant or something. My next yeah. it's, it's like it's the <laughs> the club variant. <laughs> like <laughs> so terrible. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> so um, what, what what are some of the things that you guys um? you know, normally talk about at your meetings, like, um, you know, what kind of topics, I know you talked about the calendars, the history of brewing. That was cool. We're going to, we're going to totally steal that one, but what else can you, uh, ideas can you give us to steal from? Hmm. Yeah. Well, we, that's, if that's the case, um, <laughs> we usually, we usually do a poll kind of at the beginning of every, you know, year and kind of check in to see where the interest is in what's going on. Um, yeah. Like, Part of that is you don't want to like, if everybody's already an expert in, or it has no interest in yeast strains, you don't really necessarily want to bring in a yeast expert to talk about yeast strains. Um, but if everybody's like, oh man, yeah, tell me about that sweet, sweet yeast strain, then you definitely want to bring that in, you know? Um, so kind of like gauging where your interest is at is is key, right? Um, I, I remember like one of my favorite it was before I was, uh, before I was who I am today in the club. Um, I specifically remember being like, I want to learn more about this electric brewing shenanigans. And the next thing we knew, we had a le an electric brewing thing. I was like, oh my God, the power is real. Is amazing. <laughs> um, but I was, I was fascinated by it. I like, you know, the only, like up to that point, the only, ex like I had heard that electric brewing was a thing that you could do. Um, I knew that like you could go in there and if you didn't, weren't afraid of electrocuting yourself or building something that would electrocute or shut down your entire house, you could like go in and try and build your own brew kettle and stuff. Um, but it was cool to get in there and talk with, was it, it's Brian from, um, yeah, Bri it's probably Brian Pierce. Cause he, yeah. Uh, from yeah. bright eyes. Or, uh, bright um, eyes. Yeah. Yeah. Like he, like he gave the presentation, showed us his electric brewing setup that he helped kind of get put together and stuff. And then like, like for me, who was like, tell me, tell me, tell me more. I want to know more. Um, he was like, yeah, sure, man. This is how it goes down. And like, you know, walked me through the process of like the joys of having an electric system and being able to create, you know, um, consistent brews as a home brewer. And I was like, man, that's, that sounds great. Like I, I like to think I'm rather consistent, but we all know that like, I am the novice in this group. Like, I don't know what to tell y'all. Like, <laughs> So you're excited about getting an electric system, but yet. Yeah. Well, and like I said, and I think this is pre, or I don't remember if it was earlier in the podcast or pre podcast. Like I was going to get an electric, my burner burnt out. And I was like, Oh, this is, the, this is my moment. I'm going to get an electric system. This yeah. would be dope. I think that was no. pre show. No, oh, yeah. I want to get like, I, I, I challenge you all to go check it out. And if it finds something, you let me know. I'm going to buy that shit. But like in the meantime, like, you know, all the systems that I had an interest in or the ones that are affordable, affordable have no, there's no like, Oh, we'll be restocked again in April. No, there's none of that. There's like the ones that aren't affordable. Like, like the spike solo is looks awesome. I don't know if you guys know anything about that yeah. one. It is, it is, it is fancy. It is sexy and it is mm -mm, good. It is also like a thousand five hundred dollars that I don't have to necessarily spend on brewing right now. <laughs> like, you know? And that has a three week lead time on it. So like, you should, I don't know, man. Like, you should, yeah, you, you should, should dust off that 
the no, position we have, email John Blickman. Right. Tell him, that, tell him that, you know, as a representative of Club, you need to do some t uh, trial testing. I, yeah, this is, is imperative. We're doing research for the homebrew market, and it would go. behoove you in your best interest. Hey, John Blickman, if, you are, if you're listening to me now, John Blickman, I, uh, I'm available for testing. Um, That's right, testing. I gotta grab another beer. Hang my mic around a little more. Uh, <laughs> make your podcast uh, unlistenable. <laughs> so, uh, but that—that's you know—that's a real thing happening right now. And like I, at the time, I was pumped. I was like, "This is the coolest thing that's happened this year." Uh, I mean, for for a you know, a young home brewer with their experience, you know, it was fun. Yeah. How long have you been home brewing? Me? Ooh. Yeah. You remember the great Michigan earthquake of like 20? Yeah, we're still Dude. rebuilding. It happened yeah. on my birthday. Yeah. <laughs> so that was literally my first day homebrewing. So oh, it's no. your fault. No, no. I was <laughs> my fault because I summoned the secret ingredient earthquake. And I've never made a beer that good ever since. Right? It just like it had enough like it, it, uh, I could, I can never recreate I'm, it. I tried. I'm pretty sure that every beer that I've ever brewed is definitely ten times, if not a hundred times, better than the very first beer that I brewed. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I can think guarantee I had, you like, the first beer that I brewed tasted horrible, <laughs> but we were like, we made alcohol. Yeah, yeah. That trumps anything. That's exactly yeah. right. And like, I was so excited. I was like, like, I made this. It's beautiful. It was <laughs> beautiful. I'm sure. And I've always like chased it. Right. You always chase the dream. You're like, I'm gonna recreate this beer. And you drink it. And you're like, ah, it's not as good as I remember. The reality is, it's like 30 times better. And like, you just made it for the first time, so that's your best thing you've ever done. So, yep. <laughs> you know, you have nothing to compare to. Right, and I had yep. friends who had no, nobody, nothing to compare it to, and they're like, "Oh my God, you made this is amazing!" Like <laughs> you know, at that point, you're sitting there, they're going, "I'm going to start a brewery. That's what I'm going to do. So I'm doing it the rest of my life." <laughs> We've all been there. Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. A lot, especially how a lot of breweries get started. Uh, yeah, believe so. Yes, just that way. <laughs> you can't be a home brewer. Yeah. Oh, like, Mister Beer, all you need. I thought real hard. Do a plan? No, man, we made alcohol. Let's just go for it. <laughs> Knowing what I know now, I'm like, oh, well, I shouldn't have been as proud of myself as I was, but you know, that's great. <laughs> Good job, Ingrid Groom. That was great. <laughs> back to the topic, though. I mean, typically we try to go back and forth between like style, like, history of a certain style on <laughs> on one meeting where we'll be able to supply some samples and then we'll have something that's more process process oriented you know like like having like lance yeah. from omega come in and talk to us or or having somebody from from bells at the general store come in and talk to us having having an outside presenter from you know the brewing industry come in and talk to us so we try to try to do things like that a lot more often it's a it's usually pretty heavy on style and certain types of beers that we'll focus on um throughout and try, we try to line those up the calendar year 
and then trying to look from you know local local professionals whether it be whether it be folks from a hot farm or somebody who you know is is a hop uh more of a hop distributor or somebody from like we've had presenters in from like the michigan barley association you know that get into the nth detail about barley you know or like like lance going into a bit of a deep dive on yeast we've had folks in from white labs doing a doing a dive on yeast and such and just just things to to educate people as much as as much as we can i mean we we really try to lean heavily on the heavily on the education side you know to have something that you can reach out and be able to ask some questions you know instead of instead of just uh, just reading a book uh, you know although books are books are fantastic i mean like i know you guys have had john allen on you know, and we've had John Mallet come in and speak with everybody, and he went on a super deep dive on malt. I mean, where I know he went beyond everybody in the room. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, because that guy can go on those deep dives. <laughs> we did that, like when we had Lance on. I mean, even Lance on. We had Lance on the show too, as well from Omega. I think just uh, you know what, what's just simple, you know, everyday you know, biology to him was just so yeah, complex. You know, complex and cool. But so neat to get um you know, get that viewpoint and have them come in. So that's cool. Yeah. I mean we definitely need to get more presenters uh I think going in for for keepers or <clears throat> trying to do a lot of self generated content and that and that can stress people sometimes. Although uh you know your your comment about electric brews, we just had a, a couple of members do a whole last night. There's a whole show on electric brews. Listen, listen, don't, don't lie to me about this. Like, like who are these people and like, why? No, as, soon as, as, as soon as I, I process the video, I thought, I'll, we, were, I thought we were cleaning, happy, fun, lucky go information from each other so that we could build each other's clubs up to be awesome. Wait a second I here. Know. I feel like I've been cheated. What's going on here? It's really, you know, it's just, it's, 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 it's really we all are building each other up and you can absolutely, I will get this video posted on YouTube um, soon. I, I actually, um, <laughs> some of my favorite, um, some of my favorite club members are also members of keepers. So I have lots of very good things to say about keepers. Um, so a lot of us were club, uh, you know, a lot of us started club. Um, some of us just didn't like Monday nights as meetings. And then I get that. Yet, Yeah. And here we are. Funny you say that. <laughs> oh, so I see. So you really just wanted to move away so you could still be in a brew club, but also like create a podcast that runs on Monday nights. It makes perfect sense. I, I still <laughs> like how we got started on and why Monday nights, but uh, I don't remember. I think it was Brian's idea. Other Brian's. I'm sorry. It was other Brian's. Yeah, other, other Brian. <laughs> I think we were doing Brian's in this podcast. What's going on? Well, so here's the thing. Or Fridays or something uh, like you're that. You're going to drink, like everybody, everybody drinks Friday night, right? Like right. it's the end of the work week. Like you just drink, you, it's whatever. Saturday night, usually Sunday night. I mean, like work starts the next day and you're like, God, I really don't want to like work. Like I'm just going to have a few drinks. Nobody wants to like go another few days and then drink a whole lot and then go another few days into the weekend. So you just keep the, just keep the streak going. And uh, 
and and so yeah yeah and let's so let's be honest market. there might be an other michigan-based beer podcast that airs on fridays there might be so, so it's funny that that uh that uh we started without actually knowing that they existed. <laughs> didn't even know they were a thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah that, is, that is true. And, and I and that I listen true. to their shows now. Um, it's better on draft, and uh, yeah, better on draft. And they have some amazing guests on, and their shows are uh, uh, like like pretty fun to listen to and stuff like that. I had no idea that they existed up until uh, ten episodes into what we're doing. I was going to say we were a couple of months in, and then it's like then we had this like crisis of faith, like. What did we just do? We didn't, and but we not, nobody knew who they were. Um, you know what? So like you can't, you can't. We are different. Yeah. yeah. So you can't. A, you can't compare yourselves. But be like, I don't know, man. Like this is the the people have talked about. You know the pandemic and how it could potentially create some kind of a renaissance of new content and new arts and new like podcasting is a new yeah, art form. let's let's be honest about that that is that's an art form that was not available in the first i mean there probably was it was people in the square giving speeches and they're like let me tell you about the world's greatness you know in shakespearean time writing that shit down and italian italian la di la di da like you know um but like we've talked about like like it's been kind of known that this is this is kind of a natural progression like we're all locked in we don't have stuff going on who the fuck cares if there's another thing doing the same thing that you guys thought of also, you know, like I'm pretty sure you're not the only idea. two doing it either. I was just oh, going to say it's amazing <laughs> that we only found it was, one it was more the Michigan time. space. Um, yep. you know, and I think it was one of those things like we came into it, we found out they existed and it's like, and not only that they existed, but they had, I don't know what Brian, like, like a following 17,000 episodes. Yeah. They've been going for like seven, eight years or <laughs> <Yeah>. something. Um, <laughs> it's like, oh, there you go. They, 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 span, they span, you know, the country. They don't focus specifically on Michigan. Uh, we do now. have overlap they, in a lot of the same guys. Michigan specific episodes now. They do. Yeah. They do now. Um, <laughs> no, no, I don't mean that. Because there is better beer in the rest of the country. I don't know. I mean, we, we, we've I had, know. yeah, I mean, <laughs> we, we've had uh, we've had the same guests on, uh, you know, and they're they're different shows. So uh, I don't think there's anything. I don't think you have to justify yourself or anything. I think you guys can no. ask. Just like just like to bring it back to this, just like keepers, different clubs, man. <laughs> keepers and club. We're very much more like homebrew focused, and I mean, I every time it comes up, like we're more uh, of an extension of our homebrew club, honestly. Sure. Than than our own show, almost sometimes. So. If that's the case, then really thank you for having us on board. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now that we know what's really going on here. Like, we, we, we guys uh, have joint keepers, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> we should do like a dual club uh, special. Or like uh, convince somebody to give us like a double discount to get people to join both of our clubs. So it's not oh, just that's a great idea. Yeah. Okay, well, let's put that. In. Hey, Jeff, uh, being treasure, like make make that happen. Just like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great idea. Somebody else do that. Okay, great, cool. <laughs> like, yeah, we yeah, run yeah. like a pandemic deal and stuff all in the in the fall. So <laughs> you know what? Maybe we, maybe we, we could do have, a tie-in again. Well, we've had like you know competitions between our clubs regularly. <laughs> um, yep. We should do like I'm not saying we should give up the competitions because I do think they're fun. 
Yeah, like, and it's friendly competition, like which is great. Like you know, and I think it really brings out our chops in some levels. Like, yeah, um, like we do club roast every year. You know, where we get our our home brewers together to like show off our stuff and to eat like barbecue and food and hang out and just like again, just like we rent a space in the park and we make things happen and, and cause trouble and just have a great old time. The purpose is to hang out outdoors and everybody can bring like beer bottles. They can bring a keg. They can bring whatever they want. Like just, you know, the, the okay. point is to share and, and, and celebrate our own brews. So we should do somewhere. Right. Right. I, yeah. I, I almost, I almost got mine. One of my many. Yeah. There you go. Brian's got us. Repping. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm not repping. I've got a sleeve on. But go ahead. We should do what? We should do what? We should do a collaborative one where it's just like the idea is that like we're we're you know celebrating. Like we're just yeah getting some food together, we're getting people together, we're causing trouble. And like if we can do it some more, we can all camp out so we don't have to drive anywhere afterwards. That oh. would be excellent, right? So it, 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 you're you're you're. You're on track there, man. We have talked about doing a camp out, but have you ever heard of the Michigan Homebrew Festival? I, yes. I know. That's where you're at. You know, recently, yeah, but uh, okay. I've never been. Are you so inviting me? Really, yeah, so that's actually, that's how I started, right? I, I started in Cobb and I, I started going to the Michigan Homebrew Festival and I got really super pumped and I came back <laughs> to Cobb and I was like, let's all go to Michigan Homebrew Festival. And I couldn't get the, the I couldn't spread the gospel of it. I understand. And, um, and so I, I, I just think kept going by myself. You know what? And, and, uh, I have a question. Oh, you, right. you two What's raise that? your hands too, and, and and we'll do it on the next one. Let's do a, is this like an official blob motion? Like, let's get a I think you do. So, so we we are now like indoctrinated into uh, that's our big annual thing, right? Keepers, we go to Michigan Homebrew Festival. That's my beer yeah. Christmas. Um, I I went, I started going to MHF by myself. I I you know joined Keepers. I got two people to go with me one year. I got eight people to go with me next year. Last year, last year that we had it, it was like what twenty some odd people. Yeah, uh, with spouses. It's a, it's I'm, a, I'm, it's I'm, a I'm inflating party. the number. It's amazing. Um, <laughs> But it's like 18, 18, 19 clubs from around Michigan, 300 people, three days in a private campground. That sounds so terrible. Like, and by terrible, I mean like I'm so in. Like, it sounds amazing. I feel like I'm going to be like regretting most more. And, and, and Drew, Drew Drosser makes a great oh, comment. Somebody, yep. somebody else is doing it. So traditionally, it's like it was me and then like Jeremy Gavin from Primetime. <laughs> in Grand Rapids were the only guys that would show up to Michigan Homebrew Fest from the west side. And now we've gotten more, you know, in, in prime time showing up in force. And uh, there's a couple, there's another club in Grand Rapids. I forget what they're called. The, the Oh, they're, they're out of the red salamander or wherever, whatever that used to be. Yeah. Anyway, there's a, there's a couple other clubs that are, that are showing up from the west side, but we need more west side. We go out there. Oh, yeah, it's, west all, side it's, like, it's like, yeah, it's like Crips and Bloods, man. We got to fucking, Dude, totally. I would I would totally be down. We could totally like let's rent a bus. Let's rent a fucking bus and get both of our clubs on there. We can have one side can have the keeper's flag flying off the side. The other side will have the club flag, and we'll just like go riding in like a couple of Valkyries, like kicking ass and taking names. We, we, like, we, we need like somebody on a chariot. Like, you don't know. Almost like a Mad Max scenario. Oh, dude, yeah. 
So we need a guitar player who can stand on the roof and <laughs> with like fire bursting in the background. Trailer with the tats out the side. Yeah. Oh yeah. Let's do it, man. Oh, we got. Um, I mean, we have one of those, don't we? Like, let's let's yeah. play this game. April, you know? April says that's a camping fest. There is there is more beer than camping that's been had at at home. Hey, I appreciate yeah. I appreciate the sentiment. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, no. So we are really hoping to hoping to have Michigan Homebrew Fest this year. Um, probably smaller than in sure. years past. And uh, this is the third weekend in August, I think, isn't it? If I remember, it, it yes. is. It is traditionally the third weekend in August, yeah. um, which coincides with the cloud roast, doesn't it? <laughs> I, th I think it has in the past. We, it has, we, but we've... I think the, one of the last cloud rows, we split it around because it seemed like August had, we used to do it towards the beginning of August, but that seems like kind of people's last summer hurrah, mm -hmm. where like so many people have weddings to go to in the middle yeah. of August, and yeah. or their last chance for vacation before the kids go back to school. Yeah. So we we slip back into September, which can leave you with a little bit sketchier weather. But I mean, shit, yeah. we're it's Michigan, so yeah. <laughs> we're used to some sketchy weather. Here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. Could be the, whole, the whole thing that to make Michigan Homebrew Fest legal, everybody has to buy a membership to the Michigan Homebrew Festival Club. Right, right. So that we're all in a homebrew club. So it is Michigan's largest largest homebrew club, and I tell you what, man. And, and me and I think the other keepers, we all feel like that. We met so many good people. It, it's, it's isn't it for that one day, like the largest homebrew club in the country? Yeah. So yeah, that's or, yeah. And, and, and just the, the, cool. the friendships we've made. So we got to get you guys over into that. Uh, you know, even if we have to, um, even if we don't rent a bus, I still vote the bus thing. Even if, we don't, like, if bus, we don't rent a bus, like we'll get there. Sounds good. <laughs> we'll we can still the, do the flags and the guitars. Like that's okay, fine. sounds great. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. I'm going to get some pyrotechnics ready to go. So, all right, uh, Jordan, you're on top of the bus. <laughs> ah, all right. <laughs> I got to grow my beard out more, maybe do a mohawk. <laughs> you know, uh, my wife were, used to work in the theater biz in costuming. We'll just, we'll make you up so you don't oh, have to worry about the rest of the Yeah, yeah. We'll get you we looking go. dope. <laughs> like, it'd be great. Right on. So we mentioned it earlier, trying to get back onto your club. Big Brew. Isn't two-ish weeks? What are you guys doing? We started that conversation. Yeah, I don't, um, <laughs> circling back to it. Yeah, no, I no. I mean, like as a club, we started that conversation. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. As a as a group, we were kind of looking at like, what do we do? I mean, because we've got uh, typically we go down to like Bright Eyes or something out front, and and Brian down there, he's always awesome with hosting us and such. Um, I'm kind of up in the air whether we do something virtual or do something in person. You know, yeah. I mean, I I, I kind of think like if we if we have a couple people down at Bright Eyes, some folks might swing through swing around throughout the day. All right, yeah. Then I'll have both my shots. I know Drew's had both of his shots. I'll, I'll be there Jeff's too. Jeff's got vaxxed up yet, but um, we've all been working on getting vaxxed up so we can get this economy back and shit and people in person and to get you know some herd immunity here to get rolling on rolling on things but like, like we, and really we want to get i try to do everything that we can to give guys an opportunity just to get out and get together 
Because I know in the couple of times that we have had get-togethers, the the people that have come out, some of them have said that's the first time that they've got to come out and have a beer with like other folks in a year. So, I mean, it's a great thing to be able to get people out and be able to get away from just regular everyday things and just be able to have a beer with a, with some friends. Oh yeah. You know? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, we talked about doing smaller, letting people do, you know, smaller little group get togethers, Um, three, four people maybe or whatever, something. Yeah. You know, last year we did it virtual, of course, because I think we had to. Brian, sure. in the in the conversation last night, since I skipped the meeting and Jordan mm-hmm. slept through it, uh, <laughs> I did. That's amazing. Well done. You know. Yeah. <laughs> did uh, any any talk of doing the small groups as virtual? Like we could even set that up and, and still. Yeah. Um, yeah. There there were talks of doing a, a few small groups. Uh, there were talks of uh, doing a. a uh, brew thing over at McQuillan's like lab. Mm. Um, and so for those of you that don't know, uh, one of our, um, our, uh, our members has like a, his own little, like, uh, like a brewing area, basically like in, uh, um, in like a rented out, like kind of warehouse space that, that he uses to, to make his beer and stuff like that. It's McQuillan lab where you, yeah. you might, you know, you, you may brew a beer, you might get touched inappropriately. You never know. <laughs> a beard uh, brushing on the back of your neck just go with it i'm yeah this is I'm, you're making a, a great argument for creepiness that's cool <laughs> go ahead and call that right out <laughs> it's cool. he's got some cool ass dogs though i mean man it's got some cool dogs. oh he's got yeah, some ways yeah. are is the dogs Fire. are touching you because that's different like <laughs> No, uh, it, it's possible. They're I Irish think, wolfhounds, so they that can definitely touch you. Okay. <laughs> oh yeah, that's weird. It, it's get, this conversation is getting very weird. <laughs> I think we can check that one off of our topics for uh, for Michigan Brewers. <laughs> I don't think we've talked about that yet. That's good. I'll write that down. Make sure. <laughs> Let's see. I don't. I don't have a banner to go with that one. Sure, we'll go with this one. The more you know. The more, yeah, yeah that works. Yeah. <laughs> Too bad we can't have it like play in the background. The more you know, or the whole thing. Let's do it. Brian, I think you were talking oh. about Tom uh, earlier when when you were mentioning your uh, your last meeting. Uh, Tom says by a bus. So yeah, Tom. Yeah, absolutely. Tom from Trump from Bahala. From Bahala. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. I think we should. Well, he owns a brewery. (laughs) (laughs) Just bought a brewery, bro. Like, no. That's not how that goes. So he's going to be rolling. He's giving us delicious beverages. He's not going to buy a bus. That's not even in the same category as brews. Okay? No. No, no, no. Tom, you're good. Don't you worry about a thing. I got your back, bro. It's cool. We'll buy the bus. (laughs) Drew is the biggest guy among us. With the smallest car out of the whole group. That's also true. Yeah. <laughs> you have like an old new Ford Bronco looks fucking mm-mm good. Oh, mm. <laughs> this is not a car show. Anyways, <laughs> Michigan drives. We need a banner for that one. There we go. Yeah, it was not a car show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I do. So I, I, I have this. I'm going to try not to show the label. 
I have this beer, and see, oh. it's got this stuff around the cap. Yo, yo. See. And I thought, oh, that probably just happened after they canned it. You know? No. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take it down now. And, I, and so I poured it anyway. I <laughs> just kept it go dumping out because, no, that did not happen. <laughs> did you open up something the last show we had that, like, exploded all over your desk? Like, No, no. The last show was uh, Five Shores, and that stuff was all great. Okay. Uh, what the fuck was that? Was that the seltzer? I said, oh, you can shake this shit. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. You guys are, you guys are pretty, uh, a few sheets to the wind. Uh, so I, sorry, I had, to, I, had to, I had to run and dump a beer. Uh, I feel like that's hopefully okay. I don't, if I fall out, you know, in a couple of minutes, it's food poisoning or some weird shit. Thing. <laughs> no. Food poisoning probably won't make you fall out. It'll make you have the shit tomorrow morning. But so tomorrow, um, speaking of vaccine, I'm getting my second shot tomorrow. So my, tomorrow's already fucked as it is. I think tomorrow night. Will, <laughs> so I can I can tell you, I can tell you that like it didn't any any side effects besides an appreciation for science um, <laughs> happened like 24 hours after I got my shot, almost to the dot, and like I was I don't I I don't want to brag, but I didn't have many side effects. Like it was. Like I got a little fuzzy for about an hour and I was good, but I, I do know other people who had. Yeah. Yeah. Happen, so. I, I've, I've heard, I've heard, I've heard the whole gambit and like an idiot a month ago when I, when I did this, I booked off, like I blocked off tomorrow when I oh, sure. blocked yeah. off Wednesday. So. <laughs> <laughs> you get poked in me. You're like, oh, I feel sick. Like, yeah. yeah. So now I need to figure out what to do with Wednesday, but whatever. It's all good. Well, it could be quite the adventure on Wednesday. That's what I'm hearing. Just or you work remote, so yeah, just yeah, drink beer while you work there. I, I mean, I think what you do is you just drink a lot Tuesday night, and then if you're feeling ill, you're just like, oh, it's definitely just a hangover. <laughs> the beer flu, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> Even if you have one beer, oh, oh, hangover, <laughs> like, whatever it might be. <laughs> So oh, what's everybody okay. drinking now? Moved on to some Ferndale beer. You guys ever had anything from Ferndale Project over uh, near Detroit? Negative. Um, very good stuff. They're uh, they're sort of like the experimental branch of uh, Eastern Market Brewing Company. Um, so a lot of like New England's fruited sours, pastry stouts. That's kind of like their their sister company of, of Eastern Market. Um, but they, they do good stuff. Uh, and they deliver over here occasionally, too. I think uh, Saturdays to the Kalamazoo area. Um, so, yeah. Busted into uh, something called Rise and Shine. Nice. Rock and roll. Citra and Idaho 7. I, I found this uh, I found this Old Nation Pills Wow. I've been big on the, the loggers lately, and and I, I found this in the fridge downstairs, so grabbed it. I'm uh, shit. I built, I brewed a ordinary bitter a few weeks ago and used um, Lutra to try to get some of that like pseudo lager type stuff, and it's just it, it's good. And I can't drink it right now because I'm out of CO two, but I've been on this big, you know, lager pilsner kick so so that's like all i want right now i've been saying i ran out of hands so the hands is 
<laughs> Where'd you get a tall boy of hams? Dude, they come in anything else? <laughs> I don't yeah, they come in, Yeah, they come in 30 packs. That's the only thing I've ever seen them in. Like, yeah, where'd you get the tall one? I just buy six think, packs uh, of tall boys. Yeah, right, right Aid around here has uh, like 16 ounces. <laughs> That's the fucking shit right there. That's how that goes. Like, you're like a wizard Party. staff pro. Like, he doesn't even need the duct tape. Anybody who's played that game, that's a fun game. Easier to do with uh, pint cans than it is with, you know, with 12 ounce, but, you know. Yeah. So McGuire says he's drinking with something with C on the cap. Is that is that some of your shit, Brian? I'm sorry if you're drinking Brian's own. Something with C on the cap. That's what he said. Something with C on the cap. <laughs> Tom, Tom and I, we've, we've we've done a lot of drinking of my my stuff lately. I don't. I, I think that anything that I gave him, we've uh, we've thoroughly uh, crushed. So I don't think it's mine. I have a. I have a whole case in my closet behind me, literally a whole case of homebrew that people have given me uh, over COVID that have no markings on the caps, no markings on the bottle. <laughs> I have no idea. We keep saying we're going to do a what. mystery beer show. I feel like I that, that would be, that's a great show. Yes. Yeah, that's that's right. Right. Yeah. I would love to work with you guys if you're offering. I don't know. Like, if not, I think I would watch that. I would tune in for that episode. I just said I got the, I got boxes of unknown shit in my cellar. I don't know what it is. So <laughs> yeah, but it's I, different. Like if it's if it's your shit, like this I know is strangers' shit. Like no, no, no. Like, that feels no. like a great. Everybody gets a blind taste. You know, it's cool. Absolutely. Like, you know, I mean, it, I don't know who you gave it to me, and I don't know what it is. There's probably <laughs> some of Brian's shit in there. Uh, what we do, Jason. Is we get together and we put all of our bottles into like a like a twenty four pack or or whatever like a, a case, stick like stickers on top of all the caps or something, move them all around, and then each of us just takes bottles. No, no, no. That's a really that's a really great meeting idea right there. Yeah. You get like you you then like you mix them all up right, and you put together three packs, and you have like a designated pickup point for everybody in your club to pick them up, and you get on a Zoom call, and everybody has to ex- explain or describe what they're drinking at that what point. What the hell in time. they're drinking? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it looks the only like way that gets better is if you know like what it is. Who knows? Um, yeah, right. You could drink, you could gonna... be drinking weed infused this, or you could be drinking like the world's worst like Budweiser foam. It could, it'd be anything. That, because I'm pretty sure there's probably a, a Matt McClone weed beer in that mix. <laughs> oh, I, I, I'm oh, almost no. positive one of those is. I has think got. those had green caps. If that helps any. I. <laughs> oh, oh, so we have an idea now. Oh, I, I, I am actually. See, just grab another beer. I'll be back. No. I don't know. This is supposed to be like a club, like a show. No green caps in that box. This is a collaboration show. This is a Thank show you. where great minds come together to talk about shenanigans shows. and beer. Whatever. What else do you want to talk about, Clom? <laughs> who, who in your club brews weed beer? Has anybody has it Brian has anybody I don't done know that? If anybody's brewed weed beer? I got some weird shit from Carl that he had like aged on wood. I mean, I, I know people outside the club who have like offered yet, me but... like Green Dragon and stuff, but that's not beer. That's like you know, weed infused vodka and stuff. Yeah, um, yeah, we have yeah. my fair share of that too. I mean, like, yeah. I, I mean, um... no. From what I understand, so McClellan's given me two bottles of this um, 
from and I haven't had the chance to drink either. They're in my they have to be in the fridge downstairs, then they're not they're not in that box. Right. Um, but from what I understand, it tastes good and it and it catches a great buzz. So so I will say I went out to San Francisco two, three years ago for a buddy's wedding of mine, and one of the breweries I stopped at, first of all. There's a brew, there's a company that does tours where you get in a VW bus and then they take you to a bunch of breweries around San Francisco. That's fucking dope. Okay. That's awesome. Second of all, one of those breweries is like, by the way, these three beers brewed with weed. And you're like, I want those three beers. Give me those three beers, please. (laughs) (laughs) Great. Um, So if you, if you, (laughs) so look those people up, if you look up, you know, like VW bus beer tours, they're there, they're around. Um, but I, I mean, like I did, I did have some, I know that like, it, I, I, again, this is all hearsay per se. Cause I actually don't, I'm not a big weed person. That's not really uh, more beer. No, of course like, not. I mean, like whatever works, you know, whatever, whatever gets, whatever gets the job done, you know? But I, I know that like the, the cannabis plant like has similar qualities to the hop leaf. So mm-hmm. brewing with it, it's really like you can get some really great flavors out of your beer if you're if you decide to brew with it, you're not going to get high. I mean, like that's not how that works. The the THC doesn't exactly. I mean, unless you know what you're doing. But like you know, um, most, go, like Matt. it's not <laughs> fair game. <laughs> but like you can get some good flavors. I've heard like from people who have added cannabis leaves to you know their brews, especially if you want to do like an IPA. I've thing. heard that. You're right. It, it, I've heard the same thing about hopping with it and, and things like that, but um, it's terpy. At, at homebrew mean, fest, we've never really yeah. wanted to go down that road. So it seems like every year at homebrew fest, yeah. we always have to take Matt and tell him no. I feel like it's a really good idea to not go down that. <laughs> like, no. it feels like a really great way to get the spins and not be able to recover. So yes, it's illegal to brew commercially in Michigan from time well, to and I think it is most places. <laughs> we just we just broached into this, and that's yeah. why with with Michigan homebrew fest, we actually had. Um, and it, he wasn't even a paid member of the club. So at Michigan Homebrew Fest, we put up a bar. All the clubs put up bars, and we take like donations of kegs of homebrew uh, to take with us. And this guy reached out to us, and he's like, I've got this keg of THC beer that I brew that I want to donate. And I was like, you know, I appreciate it, but I'm not taking that to Homebrew Fest because <laughs> it is illegal to serve commercially in Michigan. Um, and you know, we're, we're, we're sketching the line of this whole homebrew club. Everybody's a member, three ounce pours already. We don't need to add weed on top of that and, and you know, in the murkiness of it. And, and this guy got like really pissed off at us that we wouldn't take his. Uh, okay, Rick, Jason, you were in the right. Don't worry. Like, you're good. Like, <laughs> if, you, if you need like reconciliation, you were in the right. Dude. Like, I, I think I remember that conversation too you, that you back a couple of years ago. Yeah, well, it was a couple of years ago, and, and me and David, you know, like we told him like multiple times, and you know, he got, I don't, I, like I said, he wasn't even a paid member of the club, so it's not even like, I think that was like one of our things to be like, look, I'm, you're not a member of the club, we're not taking your beer. No, no, like <laughs> that's true. That, no, like that's really cool. What else you got in there? Like LCD, L- LSD, and like some other shit. Right. Like, come on, no, no, like, <laughs> who the fuck are you? Go away, like. I don't know. You might be best friends with this dude. I don't know. But like, I feel like that's a little weird. (laughs) (laughs) If one of my butts who like brews, who brews beer, who's not in the club, most of my friends who brew beer are in club or in keepers. Those are the two options, right? Um, In Kalamazoo. Um, If one of my friends was like, I just started brewing beer and I want you to take this to homebrew club. I'd be a little like, what'd you do? 
What, what See, at the, at, the, at the time, though, honestly, I want you to drink it first, and I'm going to watch, and then like I'm going to and I'm going to hope it's not bad. <laughs> like, so I, I can tell you from experience, anybody that would have dropped off a beer, as long as it, they wouldn't have announced that it was THC or, or LCD or LED or whatever, <laughs> <laughs> I probably would have taken it. As it was, as it was, I think that year we got to Homebrew Fest and there's this there's this kid uh, that none of us had ever met before, but he he was actually a member of the club. Yeah, he like yeah, he somebody somebody comes up and goes. There's this kid that says he's part of Keepers, and he just dropped off two kegs. And he disappeared. And we don't know what this guy looks like, right? Because nobody knows who the hell he is. Um, but fuck it. We put his beer on tap. Like, <laughs> we did. We did. We did. Yeah. And he showed up that night. It was like, you know, and I think everybody around was like, who the, and who the hell are you again? Oh, whatever. Your beer's number seven. Go. Yeah, yeah. We should have put him on bars. That's the great it's... thing about homebrewers. I mean, I know. Everybody. Yeah. Pretty it was good beer and friends and yeah, agreed. That's what we talk about homebrew fest. We there's there's very few beers that we actually dump out. You know, everybody tends to bring their 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 good shit. And and what's great is you get to walk around from bar to bar and you try something you like. And the dude's sitting there and he's just ready to talk about it. Yeah, you know, shares experiences. That's that's one of. The, have you guys gone to NHC before? That's one of the things that you definitely no. learn. No. Is just, there just are time again, rapids. dump there are dump buckets around that place for a reason. Yeah. Really? <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. I, I would say there's not a lot of dumping going on at Homebrew Fest. I mean, there's some. I've I've done some. I, I Unfortunately. I can think of no, I didn't one. dump the bean suit. <laughs> Fair game. Brian's taking us on a journey. Right? Yeah. We get to we get to experience the the, the living quarters that is Brian's. Oh I mean, I mean be, be, going outside for a cigarette after me being a, a, a judge as well. I, I uh, me being a judge, I've I've been in competitions where we had some particularly bad beer come through. Um that yes, you don't want at all. Yeah, you know, you know, we've and, and uh, uh, thanks again, Jeff. I actually think this is the first time you've been on the show since you judged the beer for Keepers Cup. Appreciate it. Really uh, oh, yeah. You're welcome. Jeff, Jeff was one of our, our judges. Um, and uh, and we're going to do a BJCP show sometime soon-ish uh, and, and try to get you and Ian and some of the other judges on to talk about the BJCP. Alex and uh, um, I'm not sure Hillary would, would join him, but he'd be a good one too probably. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I I've heard I've heard the flip side from judges that say that you know like they they you get a lot of bad beer competitions. Um, I want to see a lot, but it's either everything's okay or great, and then you get a handful of some really bad stuff. Yeah, yeah. We I would say at Homebrew Fest, it's it's tends to lean towards the better stuff, maybe because it's a club setting and they've got other members of their club telling them like that shit or not. Well, and I feel like you're repping your club, right? Like, yep. I, like, I, I don't know. I consider myself a fair brewer. Like, I feel like I'm, I'm okay. Like, I feel like I can hold my own. Does that sound good? I would not consider myself like, like the best brewer in our group. And I am, I feel like I'm far from there. I feel like I have a lot to learn still. And I've got a lot to like get to, to get to that point. So if I went to club, 
Like unless somebody else in the group looked at me and said, Drew, we should brew this thing that you make all the time. That's really great. I wouldn't even consider like I'm, I'm so, and it might just be my own, like, you know, self-confidence, like being like, like lower. Cause I, I, like, I think my stuff I, I brew is great and I drink it all the time and I'm biased cause I made it myself, but I don't know. Like I would feel a little like on display knowing that like my orange Hefeweizen, my Paddington beer, if you will, is on tap. Right. Um, or out and out and about for people to, to taste and like be a hardcore judge. Um, I was, I was apprehensive about putting my own beer in my club only because like, I'm so nervous about like what other people are going to think of it. And like, that, and I, and like, I often do, don't get me wrong. I bring my beer around. I take, give it to people to taste. And I'm like, Oh man, this is great. Like, I'm proud of it. I hope you don't think it's shit. This is great. Check this out. Um, and like, and like for me, a big step was like brewing and then sharing that with everybody this last December. Um, but like, I, I can honestly say that like, there's a lot of, there, I don't know, like, I, like I'm, for those of you who don't know, I was an opera major in college. Like I, I do music. I do all the stuff. Oh, right? really? Like, okay. Yeah. So like, I think that when you're talking, right. We can get into that. Later. It comes out, so, man. But, but like when you talk about art and you talk about like, creating craft anything right um you're you're putting yourself out there you're putting like this level of vulnerability out for people to like like talk about and taste and see right and like like food is is different than than visual art which is different than performing art which is different than you know the next thing right i get that but there's there's a level of vulnerability there that i think is really important to kind of acknowledge so like as a club, when you're putting something on tap and you're representing your club with that, like you're, 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 you're putting your club's vulnerability per se kind of out there, you know? Um, and I think that that's like one of the reasons why I personally have a lot of admiration for people who are like, like brewers in our community or are starting their own brewery. Um, you know, that, it, it takes, there's a lot of steps. Like you could, you could be just a superstar right off the bat. Right. That happens in all kinds of art that happens. Like you have these like, like expert dancers and you have these expert musicians, you've got these prodigies and stuff like, like that happens, you know, but to jump the hurdles for people to be like, this is something you need to share with the world is a big deal. And like, I don't think we think about that when we think about craft food all the time or, or in craft beer, I don't think we've ever, I've ever had a conversation like this in regards to craft beer, but I can absolutely say that like, there's something else there. And like, as somebody who has created art visually or music, like auditorily, you know, um, like, right. I, I, I have to say that like creating it on another, again, abstract sense, which is taste is like, it's, it's, it can be jarring. It can be really like, like if you're like, I've, I, I grew up, I, I went through college with criticism. Like that's what, when you're an opera major that when you're a music major, it is criticism. That's what you're graded on. Did you do well? No, you get an F. Well, I don't have to tell you, like, you know, do better that's next great, time. Though. And like, but there's more to it. There, there's be like better. there's learning experience and things that happen there too. But there's, you know, you know what I mean? There's something else there. So yeah, when I think you've got a club being represented by your breweries. Like, I don't know. Like there's, there's, there's the anonymity is great because then you can kind of submit things and call it a day, which is why competitions are wonderful, you know? Um, but at the same time, uh, 
there's for, for unless again, if unless somebody walked up to me and said, Drew, you make a really great X, Y, and Z beer, we'd love for you to bring this to the next Michigan Homebrewers Association Club thing. I'd be like, oh, I'm not, I'm not sure. Like, if I wanted that to happen, I'd be like, hey, how do you feel about this one I made? Is it? <laughs> I, I don't know. You tell me. You know? So, but no, but that, it, that 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 feedback and criticism—that's what we. That I think you know. Brian and I, that's what we try to bring to the club yeah. and, 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 and bring that feedback. You know, I always tell people enter competitions because your buddy's always going to say they love your beer. Um, you enter a blind feedback, you know, and, and Jeff's going to try your beer and tell you the truth because he doesn't know who right. you are and he doesn't like you, um, you know, or, or somebody <laughs> like that. It's the truth. Yeah. Um, but it's the same thing. It's like getting that open criticism. I try to do it. Uh, for the club with the beers I try, I know people bring me their beers and I, I try to do it no matter how much I love somebody or, or, you know, want their beer to be great. If it's bad, I try to give you that open feedback. Yes, I do. Um, and we've had that, you know, we've had kegs submitted to homebrew fest before and we tap it and we're like, Oh shit, you know, something's wrong. And, and the, the brewer that made it makes great beer. And I know he makes great beer, but sure. something's wrong with this beer. Yeah. And we had to yeah. go back to him. And There's tell too, him. Much, too much oxidation. There was something, yeah. you know, whatever it might be, like they let it sit too long. Was, and whatever it might be, you know. I think it tasted um, yeah. like he, uh, he, uh, he brewed it right after they like flushed the hydrants, hydrants with chlorine or something. Like oh, was, yeah. I, like I remember this. Yeah. Remember that? Yep. Yep. And I so do. it's hard to do, but um but you've got to do that, right? You've got to be able to give that criticism because we're not. Gonna well, and I, I, I don't disagree with that at all. Um, and I do think like uh, Tom's made some really great points uh, in the comments and like everything you said is also spot on. And that's how we grow as people and as, as artists, as, as crafters, if you will. Um, like I, I agree with all of that, but there's also a level of knowing like your community that you're sharing it with, because like, um, like, like I, I would do better with a constructive criticism. Like these things you did really well. These are the things that suck. Like, like knowing yeah, a safe space, you know what I mean? Like, like, like being in a safe, exactly. Being in a safe space is really important. And I'm not saying that we don't have those in our clubs. That's not what I'm saying. Um, I am saying that like making sure that people know that that is what's being portrayed in your club is important because like, like, and I don't, I don't like, you shouldn't have to get up every club meeting and be like, Hey everybody, just so you know, this is a safe space. So we're going to talk about your beer. Just know great. <laughs> I'm not saying we do that. That's not like, that's not how we roll. <laughs> like, right. But I do, I think that like, like there's gotta be a way, like when you're tasting somebody, like, I don't know. And maybe I'm overreacting. Maybe I'm just like, I don't know. Maybe I'm overthinking it is what it really comes down to. Maybe I'm yeah. paralyzed with my own fear. Um, but it's, it, I don't know, it's worth talking about and kind of knowing. Yeah, no, we, Thanks, we Drew. Sorry, I, was, I was looking at that one. Wow. You know, Brian, feel free to slam him. I'll, you know, pull up whatever you want. Uh, but, <laughs> I, uh, but no, like we, we started, um, you know, right before COVID hit, I think we started talking about, uh, some other clubs I've seen out west do this thing, like you know, like um, like a tune-up corner or a, a comment corner at a club where they've got a couple of people that are maybe BJCP or made it, maybe sure. um, uh, you know, just just somebody that's familiar with the styles, and and they they're there to specifically give that open, honest, you know, 
hard feedback sometimes and you bring sure. your beer in and say, you know, and I know, I know McQuillan, like he's talking about his honey cream ale in, in there. McQuillan brings me beer multiple times. I love, I love talking to him about it because he takes the feedback really well and he, and he makes, you know, he makes changes or whatever and he fucking goes out and wins medals with shit. And, and, uh, and that's the kind of thing you got to have that open mind. Uh, I want to get feedback and then you got to have somebody like us that that's willing to give that feedback. So, Absolutely. That's part about being in a homebrew club community. That's really, really it's the it's best part, about. in my opinion. Um, it's why I got into the homebrew club. I got I got started in homebrew because I wanted to learn more. A, but B, like for the same reason, to loop it back to the beginning of the episode, I wanted people to taste my shit. You know. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hey, good conversation in the last like twenty minutes, everybody. Sorry, I dominated <laughs> that. <laughs> no, no, seriously, not at all. I, uh, I I think that that's that's like one of the reasons why I would find myself so hard pressed to open a uh, like a real brewery is because I would be so scared of like the actual feedback from the public, you know, people who I don't know, who don't know me, who can only know me through the you know the beer that I make and distribute and that they drink, and and I feel like however they judge that beer is a a direct like reflection of like who I am as like a person and, like my skill and like my my intention and stuff like that. It's just you know, maybe it would be super great, but like maybe it'd be really awful too. Like I don't know. Man. Like I I hear you that. and it, I did know I just did a lot of talking, so I am going to shut up after this last bit. But like <laughs> <laughs> based on what you just said, like I I say this all the time, like. It's tough. I have a lot of respect for our brewers in like our area in Western Michigan, um, because there's there's a lot there. You there there you there's not a lot of wiggle room for bad brewing in our area. If you're a bad no. brewer, if you have a brewery and you're not good and you and your beer doesn't show it, you don't last very long. You no. know, yeah. and the pandemic has done some really like hard things to some really great brewers in our area, you know, um, like Tibbs is, is under and they had excellent beer in my opinion, you know? Um, I mean, I like them. I don't want to speak for everybody in the group. Okay, fine. I, I see a lot of like, okay, Drew, whatever. Face. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> but that being said, like, but that, that, that's a, that's part of it, right? Like, like we have so much good beer in just, just Kalamazoo. Never mind you know, Grand Rapids and some of the other surrounding areas. We have so much good beer here that like to open up a brewery and have that, you know, the bravery to be like, I think I can compete with these excellent brewers. Like good for fucking you. That's great. The crowd is hard. Good luck. Like, you know. the, the, the thing that, that, that catches me about brewers and, and, and again, not so much for the people we know that, you know, cause we have friends that have opened breweries and they're successful and, and, and they've done well. But I think for the general masses, for the, the home brewer that's out there going, I make this killer IPA, I should open a brewery. There's so much more that goes into it, right? There's the whole business piece of it. You know, I've talked to brewers that their breweries are still running, but they're no longer with it because, um, you know, the, they found out that it wasn't brewing beer. It was being a salesman or it was being, a you know, in some kind of entrepreneur. So Tommy, um, doing God's work. Don't you dare. You're doing you're doing Odin's work. You keep going. OK, like <laughs> fucking don't shit that they're you're good, dude. Or being way, a janitor. I, <laughs> being I a janitor is a big part of brewing, too. 
Yeah, being yeah, the janitor, yeah. you know, the, the the all of the things that go into making a successful brewery that has nothing to do with beer. That's that's my cautionary tale. Yeah. Being a restaurant, worrying about food, menus, like yeah. all that. That you're, you're getting into the restaurant business. It's not just making the, the actual business. beer is probably like maybe twenty percent of of the, yep. the work there. Yep. We, we've talked so, to Jacob you know, Daly about that, like their their whole like restaurant portion of their brewery, and like how important that's been uh, to like, right. their business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're my fucking heroes with what they've done and, and what they're doing to make that successful and, and yeah, those, they're, rallying they're, the community. And, and Kaylee's a fucking Facebook warrior, like defending all of the restaurants in Kalamazoo. Like, uh-huh. They're amazing. Um, but there's so much more to it than just brewing. And that's what I always try to caution people that talk about it. Like, and, and I've yeah. had people call, you know, and I know, I know people have reached out to Brian and been like, let's open a brewery. There's more to it than just brewing beer. Yeah, a lot more. I like it as a hobby. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly easier. As a hobby. I'd rather I'd rather open the 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 Hutch's Hideout Brewery in my backyard. It's going to be a shed that I build, and that people can come to, and we'll just drink. It'll be great. Yeah, yeah there, there you go. Hutch's Hideout, TM, two thousand and twenty-one. Okay. <laughs> so this uh, year we can look uh, we can look forward to it. My 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 hutch is called uh, Hickory Brewing. It's in my basement. It was my COVID project. Uh, it's a full full bar, uh, you know, five beers on tap. But I can't let anybody in yet because you're all fucking yep. COVID. Because I'm disgusting. I get it. It's fine, Jason. Thank you. Very much. <laughs> We're all possible zombies. <laughs> oh, it's, it's almost back. Over. We don't know. Yeah, shot two tomorrow. It's almost over. I've got uh, two weeks until mine. Although I think yeah. I think it was. They say you're not supposed to have very bad side effects from the first one, but I didn't. This whole, this whole, I didn't either. This didn't whole either. past week, I was sick, and I I'm, I, I, I had the uh, vaccine like just a few days beforehand. So I kind of wonder if I, I was out for a day after my first Pfizer shot. Yeah, uh, I had the, the shivers. The, the I, I was out scary. for a fucking week. But Quillen, it's once I'm vaccinated. Once I'm vaccinated, you're getting the fucking bar invite, buddy. Um, <laughs> no, and, I, and, and, and I'm 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 a big traveler. Like I travel for work, and that's been killing killing. I haven't I haven't gotten on a plane in a year, and uh, I get the second shot tomorrow, and I fly in a month. So I'm, I'm missing excited. out on all those miles, man. I know. <laughs> I <like> California beer. <laughs> I can look up that uh that that weed brewery if you want me to. Um, I can. I'm so Cal. I never go north, man. Oh, never mind. Never mind. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) South LA, Orange County. (laughs) Oh, okay. Yeah. (laughs) Right on. So, what else do you guys have for Cloud coming up in the near future? Anything big on the plans besides Big Brew and besides collaborations uh, with with Keepers? Yep. Out in the middle of May, we're going to do a get together out at Hoosteads. Over there, uh, I mean, those guys are awesome out at Hoosted Farms, oh, yeah. and I know that they're looking at hosting us out there in May. They usually, or in the springtime, they usually do kind of a get together for everybody to come together with the ciders that they brewed from the cider that they collected back in November. Oh, awesome. uh, out out oh. there, um, and uh, Scott usually has a big throwdown out there for for everybody, and it's it's pretty open for he he'll bring a bunch of different cider folks out, and then there's some some guys that have 
I know one of the guys that comes out there on a regular basis. He's uh, done some pretty big sweeps in in some of the big bigger cider making contests. So and he brews incredible incredible cider, which is which is always phenomenal to be able to. It's a real treat. If you can get your hands yeah, on it's it. a real treat, and he gives you a ton of feedback, and he'll he's very transparent on what he's done to make his ciders, and really wants to help you to make better cider. So cool. he'll give you yeah, insights on, on what you've got, and it's feedback back to the mm -hmm. feedback again, back which feedback. is yeah. one of the reasons why we really like to get together as a club is all for the feedback because everybody's palate is a little bit different. You know, different. Everybody's uh, might be sensitive to certain things. Uh, like I'm too sensitive to diacetyl, and there's some folks that are sent are desensitized to other things i mean for instance <laughs> is, is give, give, jeff a green a, apple? give jeff a smoked beer it's gotta be like no, you're on the back side doctor. of the campfire for jeff to taste that smoke in that beer am i right jeff? Smoke. yeah <laughs> smoke is my is, is my bane i mean uh, you no, I... tell me that you use smoke malt I, you can even tell me if you walked by smoked malt, I'm going to be like, this is shit. <laughs> and I, I like some of the uh, the Bamberg uh, smoked uh, Bach beer and uh, uh, Weizen that, that's 100% smoked malt. Holy shit. No, no. Wow, I I, there's more people wow. in the club that actually that know that I hate smoked beer, and I think it's one of their – one of their, their their fun activities is to, to get me to drink. Put it out in it. Shit. Oh, it's, <laughs> it's, it's like all your mystery beer in the back is. Hold up. Is your Mr. Beer in the back all smoked beer? Are you afraid of that? Is that why you're not drinking it? There's a good chance there's some in there. You're doing oh, shit, right. dude. <laughs> that sounds like I'll a great... I'll do that on camera. Movie. You'll see that. <laughs> <laughs> fucking, gone. I can tell you if, Jeff, you, know. if Jeff hands you a smoked beer, yeah. it's basically a campfire in a glass. <laughs> so I, I, I've tried to do it. So there, there's some of them at the club. You know, if they're watching Nate or, or David and things like that, that I know that have done it to me. I, I I always try to put on my judge hat, which I'm not a judge at all. I'm not certified and I probably never will be because I just don't have the goddamn time. Um, but I, I try to taste it and and offer feedback based on the beer. Like, let, let me get around the fact that I want to vomit in my mouth and let, let me let me taste. You know, I can tell you it's a properly brewed beer. It's. You know, there's no off flavors other than this hideous smoke flavor. There's shit like that. You know, I, I try to do the best I can before I spit it out. And that, and I just don't want to give them the pleasure because I know they, they set me up for it. So That, I want to say, like Tom McGuire says, uh, you know, don't come try my smoked wee heavy. I think that sounds wonderful. Yeah. I think that sounds great. That's a smoked wee heavy. I think there's I mean, I, a, I do need to come out and a few commercial here, ones but... that have that, but. I, I, I've also um, included, uh, there's a smoked black tea I've included into uh, with smoked malt as well. So, oh, Lap Sing Shushong. Oh, I remember that one. That was Lap good. Sing Shushong, yeah. yeah. It's absolutely disgusting. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Jason, you don't know what you're talking about in this instance. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> just, I, my, I, just my constructive feedback there, man. <laughs> I was curious because, like, to me, like, smoked malt has a lot of, uh, like you said, campfire or smoked meat. 
but the lapsing shushong is uh, much more like ash type notes to me than the smoke mod. So I want to combine those two, you know, see, yeah, it's see what that's much, like. <laughs> it's, you missed a word there. It's ash tray. Ash no. tray. Oh, it's just, <laughs> yeah. It's not cigarette ash, cigarette ashtray, but ash. <laughs> no, it's uh, just my... Anyways. <laughs> anyways, that's right. <laughs> I have had it, and uh, it is it is smoky, but not like overpowering by any means. It's very much more like uh, integrated. Integrated? Nice. <laughs> All right. Well, no, that, that hosted thing sounds really cool. I've actually got a keg of perry that I made off of the cider press to do the last fall same I'll, I'll try to bring some out that sounds fun we did we did a, a back-to-back of what was it my perry and brian's perry they were way different shows yeah yeah and they were almost the oh, you guys same did, thing. Yeah. like we even used the same yeast i want to say uh the sap cider yeah yep yeah yep yeah and they were they were completely different beers it was weird or ciders rather but yeah I actually forgot I had it. I was going through kegs a few weeks ago <laughs> with Brian trying to find a keg I could dump out. Um, it was like we can bring it back. We'll do a we'll do a triple bag. Yeah, I've, I've got it now. I know which one it is. I was I, I knew I had a bad I knew I had a batch of beer that I didn't like that I was going to dump out to free up a keg. And so Brian was over, and I started I had like tapping every random keg that we can find, which had a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not mad. Uh, it feels like a really good Saturday afternoon into uh, Sunday morning. <laughs> like it, it wasn't. It wasn't. It was like a Wednesday. <laughs> Something stupid like that. Yeah. Um, and then we tapped it. I'm like, "Holy shit, that's Perry!" And he's like, "Yeah, you can't dump that out." Like, no, it was. Perry. It was. Yeah. It was good. Yeah. So it was like nearly full too. It, oh, it was absolutely full, man. I haven't. Yeah. I haven't tapped it at all. Um, yeah, so I, I have I like that's it's part of the thing. I think I have like eighteen kegs. Like and I and I use them for the club, like at Homebrew Fest because that's my big thing. I'll, I'll keg other people's beer, and so we actually went out in the garage and found I think three or four kegs of like I don't know whose beer this is or what beer's in it. And <laughs> uh, it was cold enough, though it was still early in the spring, right? It was cold enough that the kegs were relatively chilled, so we just tapped them and we're like, yeah, fuck yeah we're dumping that. Uh, or like, oh my god, we're dumping that. <laughs> so, bring it to the lab for hand sanitizer. I needed the keg that day, Matt. I'm sorry. No, I, I'm sorry I dumped it. So you can sometimes, sometimes you need a keg hand sanitizer yeah, really that because it would be illegal for you to just still it. But hand sanitizing it is perfectly fine, right? Um, Making beer essential oil. There you go. Yummy. I have a lot of thoughts right. on that. that. That should be episode, you know, 52. <laughs> so we're, we're actually, you know, we've talked about doing a Michigan distills show uh, and trying to get distillery. From yep. Michigan. I've not done it yet, but I've, I've thought about, I have a lot of thoughts about it. I have a lot of thoughts. <laughs> there's, a, there's a lot of folks in our neck of the woods. That he right hasn't here. done it yet either. Done. Yeah. Um, I believe that. I mean, people wouldn't lie on this show, right? I've had That's some, what I thought. Okay, cool. <laughs> I might have had some pretty tasty homemade whiskey. Maybe. From from folks in our club. Yeah. And, uh, definitely. Uh, 
Say no more. It's, I understand what you're saying. I, I, still haven't, <laughs> I still haven't distilled because there's there's three things that I'm not allowed to do in my marriage. I'm not allowed to go on the roof when nobody else is home. <laughs> I'm not allowed to be underneath a car that's up on a jack when nobody else is home. And I'm not allowed to distill. That's that's okay. the three that's, that's that's the three lines in the sand that I have. I think Megan's pretty smart there. Those are probably all three. Yeah, I don't live that far away. I could come and and help you with two of the three things. Yeah, the third one you'd I could have to actually come to have a distilling. Uh, I I could have a still. I just can't use it on our property. There you go. <laughs> but I'm friends with the guy who lives next door. <laughs> there you go. Nice. Well, I was going to go into what our next show is going to be, but um, Brian canceled that on us. Uh, <laughs> can, can I ask you Can I ask you guys a quick question? Can yeah. you hear me? Yeah. yeah. Does my yeah, audio sound different right now? Like yes, it does. No. God damn it. I've been using the wrong mic this entire episode. I was going to say, yeah, I was going to mention that to you why, earlody. I was why like, didn't anybody very... tell me? <laughs> I thought it was like just because you had your mic sitting on your desk or something. But <laughs> yeah, we're not going to give it constructive feedback. It's been set right? to this thing on the side of my head the entire episode. Yeah. So my bad. Uh, Gotta love having multiple <laughs> mics plugged into your computer, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> like when we did the, me all the time. When we did the in-person show like a couple weeks ago, and I, I had evidently I had the mic turned so that the dead spot was towards Brian. You know, so he that was, was muffled good. the whole show. Oh, wait, were you using yeah. your, your desktop mic, your condenser? Yeah, yeah, I was yeah, using my condenser. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, yeah. I guess I had the backside of it turned to Brian. You yeah. can hear David and I just fine, but Brian was on muffle. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty so, great. It was a great episode. Unidirectional. <laughs> <laughs> well, so we don't have a show for next week because we were going to film us. Uh, Brian and I were going to to film ourselves giving the presentation on Brewing for Competitions Club. Um, and actually use that as our show. Uh, but now that that's, I guess, canceled, we get it and understand and totally support that. So um, we'll see if we can figure out another show um, or we'll just get on and drink and you guys can come back and drink beer with us next week if you want to just sit here and bullshit about what the fucking topic was anyway. doesn't matter. Right. I mean, that's every <laughs> week, right? <laughs> right. So we'll, we'll, we'll figure that out. Um and then for the future, yeah, I don't have a, I don't know, we're working on some other shit. So probably Sounds taking good. the last week of the month off. I don't know. Probably. Hey man, you do you, you know? Yeah. yeah. So I guess that's it. Uh, thank you guys for showing up and, and hanging out with us and talking with us. Now I'm going to do our thing where we pay our intro, our outro. Our outro. Thank you so much for having <laughs> us. You know? I have a lot of cheers. On the Everybody 18th, we're recording a new, new, a new intro, right? Oh, we're yeah. going to do the new intro for the outro. And we'll actually have an outro that they can't hear us <laughs> talk through. Yeah. So there's the outro. Uh, goodbye, everybody. Uh, wait, 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 wait. Whoa, wait. whoa. I, I know that was supposed to be our outro. outro. I know <laughs> that was our outro. What are we doing? God damn it, now I got to do it again. All right. I can't choose more than once. <laughs> oh my god. We're going to we're going to have a podcast soon. We're converting all of our episodes into a podcast. So Oh, that's a good point. 
The show's not over yet, folks. We're going to recap. <laughs> We're going to have a podcast. Three out. Sorry, Drew. <laughs> Sorry if your arm's getting sore. Uh, we're we're going to convert all episodes into a podcast as soon as Brian gets off his ass and does it. <laughs> um, we've, we've 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 got asks because uh, uh, when you're listening on your phone on Facebook or YouTube, you literally can't exit the apps without uh, the audio stream. Oh, ending. that's a good point. I never thought of that. So we're going to uh, we're going to convert all the episodes into podcasts and edit out all of the. Uh, the bullshit intros and outros that don't make sense yeah. and leave the ones that do. <laughs> but like we are sponsor. also next week getting together with some seriously cool videographers, uh, um, fucking rip jaw media, uh, Sam and Travis Ross are going to be filming an official intro with the three of us, uh, at the distant whistle, hopefully as long as they yeah. tell me between now and then to fuck off. Um, <laughs> And and we'll have you know some different maybe some different music. We'll have some some real video. Uh, it'll be cool. And then um, we'll we'll figure an outro out on that too. So soon we're gonna have some new changes. And then yes, podcast coming up. I'm not playing the outro for the third time. All right, all right, all right, <laughs> uh, all right. Bye, everybody. Thank you, everyone. Yes. Nice tonight. Yeah. See you. <laughs>